The Bulls have three seconds to try a shot and try to win the game. This is the Notebook Wagering Podcast. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Coming to you from the betting deck. I don't believe what I just saw. Here are your hosts. Jenks! Sideline! Touchdown! Unbelievable! Smitty and Q. What's going on, guys and gals? We have a lot of female listeners. We love their support. We got a lot of guy listeners. Love their support as well. Uh, today's Championship Monday. I'm, I'm excited, but I'm not excited for a 9 o'clock tip-off, though. 920. 920. I cannot stand that. And I know it's too, it's a central team and a West Coast, but I've been saying this. When it comes to championship games, and I'll use the Super Bowl, for example, why is that not done on a, a Saturday night where people don't have to go to work the next morning? Why are you playing a championship basketball game in March Madness at 920? And I'll tell you right now, it ain't tipping off at 920. That's when probably the telecast starts. It's probably going to be like a 9.37 tip-off because that's how it goes. Brutal. But I am excited for the game. It's going to be a late night. And Let's it's brutal because i got to go back to work tomorrow. I've been on spring break. So it's good. it might have to be a nap a nap day this afternoon. A little nap. A little bit. Hey, those kids, do your worksheets tomorrow. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's jump into that game. So we have Gonzaga taking on Baylor. I'll tell you what. We were way off. So me and Maddie Nails, we were on the same page last. We said there was two games. One game was going to be competitive, and that was going to be the Baylor game, and the blowout would be Gonzaga. Total opposite. Baylor came out and went up 25 and never looked back. Uh, it was an incredible you know, domination. The guards, just anytime they had a step back, three, it was going in. Um, you know, Kudos to them. Great performance. Houston didn't have an answer. There was nothing they could have done. Uh, and then Gonzaga, one of the top five greatest uh, Final Four games in tournament history. Um, you know, a lot of people were comparing it to the Leitner uh, turnaround, you know, shot to win the game when he had he went 12 for 12. Uh, I didn't see that being 93-90 at all, man. I, I told you I thought Gonzaga would win by 15. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, the, Bay- the Baylor game, they jumped on him quick, and when you get – Houston down by that many, you know, we said on the show, not the greatest shooting team. And again, Grimes didn't shoot very well. That Gerard didn't shoot very well. So they didn't really have a shot. I, and I thought, again, I thought Baylor did a really nice job on the glass. They yeah. really rebounded well. And then when you take that out of the, the equation, it's very hard for the Cougars to compete in that. So yeah, that game, I mean, again, Butler played well. Mitchell, Teague, those big three played very well. I shocked Vital, didn't play very well, got in some foul trouble. You know, we'll bring him up tonight. He's going to have to step up tonight and play a little better. Um, hey, give uh, credit to Mayer. He played Mayer, really well. Yeah, I was just going to say, May, Mayer's a very good player coming off the bench. And they had another guy, I think he came in for Vital. He has a little uh, different Samba. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he was he played extremely well too. Uh, shot the free throws very well on that second game. You know, I I called it. I said I thought Gonzaga would pull away and maybe win by ten. I said or twelve. So I don't want to say I didn't say that, but I said UCLA first half. I gave that yep. out. That was a big yep. winner. And then you know I had the teaser Baylor UCLA. 
and I hit that, and then I hit the side bat with uh, bet with uh, Maddie and that. And I said, I thought Cronin's just a great coach, and I love the game plan. They played as well to their game plan as I've seen in a long time. They walked the ball up. They never went. I mean, the only time they ever went is that they had a short layup. Other than that, Campbell was bringing the ball up very slow. You know, Johnny Juzon played a great game again, 29 points. Campbell played a fantastic game, 17. Riley was the big factor in that game, 14, 10, and 5 in that. Just his turnaround little jump shots about at the foul line was key in that game. And just his passing and just re- he played unbelievable. When he came off a really bad performance to get into the to the final four. He was in foul trouble. So he really stepped up just a fantastic game. You felt bad for UCLA. I'll tell you, I want to give a tidbit and this is, this is a, um, a quote of encouragement for this guy. So Riley was involved in that uh, scandal of stealing in China with uh, one of the ball brothers, Leangelo ball a couple years ago. I don't know if you remember. Oh that. yeah, I do remember that. Yes. Well, obviously jello ball leaves the program. Doesn't look back. Uh, Cody Riley takes his suspension, you know, on the chin and comes back and has a great performance. So, you know, he went through a, a rough time, a bad decision, but, you know, it didn't hold him back. He's playing well. Uh, he's staying out of trouble. So good for him. Really good for him. Uh, yeah, he – I mean, it was – you know, the thing that scared me in that game for UCLA was I thought they played as well as you possibly could play. Oh, they played a perfect game. And in the first, I mean, in the first half, and they were still down by a point. That really made me nervous going into the second half. I was like, uh-oh, we're going to see that run. And then they competed, they competed, and they did get down at one point by seven, and they came right back. So just, again, it was great shot. I The only thing, and I said it to you guys on a text, right before, I think, regulation, and then again at the end, but Juzon put it back in to tie it there in the, in the first OT. I wish Tiger Campbell would have had the ball coming up in regulation and he could have maybe penetrated and dished it. You know, I mean, with Johnny bringing the ball up, you knew who was taking the shot. And sometimes I wish they would have just, because Tiger was doing a great job being able to penetrate and maybe kick or shoot himself in that. Again, I, I understand you want to get it to your best player. I just didn't like him bringing the ball up and dribbling, 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 then making a move at the end of regulation. I wish they would have went in a different direction with that. But but again, great, great game plan. I thought they took the loss with a lot of class. Cronin came out and said some great words. Johnny did too. It was just a fantastic game. And I was very happy that I watched the game. And then I was on this. I went three and one. I gave out the first half under in the Baylor Houston game and they hit five points really, really fast. They hit a three. It was pu- it was going to be a push. And I think Mitchell hit a three right at the buzzer to take he it did. over. So three in one day. I'll take that. We'll see what we're going to do tonight. I'll tell you what. It, it well, I take it back. It doesn't really concern me, but one thing to note was Timmy kind of got manhandled by Jacques down low. Um, you know, and I say manhandled, he just had to earn his points, you know, whereas throughout the season he really hasn't had to try. Um with that being said, coming into tonight's game, I think Timmy's going to have another good game. And I'll say this, Vital's been in foul trouble the entire tournament. I think he plays a little too aggressive at times. Um, and he makes dumb plays. Like he he picked up a second or third foul. And uh, it was a breakaway situation. The guy misses a layup. You know, just go back and play defense. What's he do? I mean, he makes a stupid over the back, you know, over hustle play. And, you can't do that against Gonzaga. Like you have to be smart with your fouls. Um, 
And I think that's where Timmy can draw him in. I think Timmy is skilled, and I think Timmy is smart enough to understand if you drive it into Vital's chest or either get him frustrated, you're going to get him in two, three fouls uh, going into the half or coming out of the half really early. So that could be a game changer. Um, I think the guard play matches up really well. I think Teague Mitchell and um, why am I drawing a blank on the other? Uh, Butler. Butler. I think they maybe shoot better collectively. And I'll say, I think Nembar kind of holds back the shooting. I don't, you know, if you're going three for three, I think Suggs and uh, Kisper hold really well, but Nembar missed a lot of open layups in that game. Um, he did it with Florida. You know, he's not a drop down scorer like Teague Butler and uh, Mitchell are. Um, but I think down low is going to be the difference. Now, maybe they match up mayor on Timmy. He's a little more athletic. He's a little smarter. He can pull Timmy out, you know, to the key because he, he could shoot the three. Um, you know, I, it's a weird line. Four and a half, it seems like a lot right now based on the performance we saw by UCLA um, and then Baylor being so dominant. I kind of got to lean the Zags up because I think this game could go down to free throws, you know, and, and you could pick up four to six points easy on one missed shot by Baylor and you're in the fouls. Um, so I would lean Gonzaga late four and a half if I had to pick a spread. Well, I think, you know, I, I can't wait for the player props on the one site we go through comes out because I do want to look. I think Timmy... I agree with you. I think Timmy has a big game. Vital, I was going to say the same thing. He's been in a lot of foul trouble now. Can they bring the guy off the bench? Can Meyer come off and can maybe taller guys can do that? Yeah. I think Jason made a great point on some text messages earlier today. This might be one of the games that they kind of let Timmy just kind of get his points and kind of defend the other guys. And I'm going to give you another example. It was kind of goes back to like when Iowa played Oregon. Oregon kind of let the big guy Garza get his points. They shut down the shooting, the three point shooters for Iowa and they blew him out. Jason made kind of the same point and said, is this a game that they're going to let Timmy just kind of have and just do his thing and really try to lock down the other, the other guards and shut them down with scoring. It's a great point. I think it could happen. I'll tell you one thing though, Gonzaga better shoot the three better than they're doing. They shot, I think the last two games, seven out of 21, both games in a row, USC, UCLA. That's 33%. Not good. Kispert better shoot better from threes tonight in this game. He struggled in the tournament with the threes. I mean, he was so lights out all season. He's going through a little drought. Um, And Baylor's the the top three-point shooting team in the country over 40%. So if you get a three-point shootout, you know, I know a run-and-gun game is Gonzaga's strength, but if you get into a shootout at the three-point line, Baylor's going to win that. And Jason said, too, going into the UCLA game, he said, you know, the thing about the Zags where they struggle is if you can stop their three-point shooting, they're in a tight game. And he had a a game, I think, in the season. might have been against BYU in that conference tournament game. And that happened again with the UCLA. They shut them down. Now, again, they didn't shoot well from – against USC and they blew USC out. See, USC, and I said this, USC, I thought, should have done what UCLA did the other night. Really walked the ball up, slowed the game down. Now, it didn't happen. You saw UCLA did. Now, Baylor's not going to do that tonight. Baylor's going to go. I'd be shocked if Baylor really tries to slow this game down. I think Baylor's going to try to go, 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 because that's what they do. So uh, the over-under is very high. I mean, it's high. I saw on some sites 159. One of my sites today had 160. That's very high. But I can see, see it getting there. 
I think it could get there. I think it's going to be 80 something to 80. I, I, I think it's going to be a high. I think it will get into the 160s. Right now, where I'm leaning, I mean, I'll give it out here. I kind of like Baylor. I kind of like Baylor. I might take the points with Baylor here. Teaser, I might do Baylor up and take the points down and take the over in this. I know Matt, Matt couldn't join us today. He, I know he said he thinks it's going to be a very competitive game. He likes maybe the Zags by about five. So that's a cover for the Zags with Matt. Jason really liked, he said he might sprinkle a little bit on the money line with Baylor today. I'll tell you what, this is the matchup, you know, to end this and we'll move on to baseball. Uh, this is a matchup everybody wanted, right? You know, this was a 1-1. It was supposed to happen in November, December timeframe. COVID obviously happened. Uh, we didn't have it. It was a highly anticipated game. So it's what we're getting. I mean, these are clear, and it's been through the whole season. These are the top two teams by far. Um, so I'm, I'm glad that, you know, on one hand, it's great to have a Cinderella, uh, but it also is great to have, you know, a very, very competitive game with two elite teams. Uh, we haven't had this. I believe two number ones haven't played each other since, I believe it was 79. Uh, if I, if I read that right. So it's been a long time. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I mean, yeah, you got the Zag. I mean, I'm just looking at, I wrote down the first half Zags two and a half, 76 and a half, um, points in the first half, uh, team point wise, first half Baylor on my one site had them at 37 Zags were 39 and a half for the game team points, Baylor, 78 Gonzaga, 82 and a half. Greg Peterson, a guy that, you know, we love and we've had on many times looking at his spreadsheet today. He has the Zags minus five and a half and the over under, he set it at 158 and a half. He's right on. Right on. Yes. All right. It'll be a good game. Uh, So let's move on to baseball because we do have some afternoon games. So I want to get this show out for everybody. Uh, Give me your thoughts on the first series real quick. Just any trends you saw, any wild stuff. Well, I, you know, I try to give out, I don't know if I did it on the site. I know I did it to the boys and um, some numbers I try to do. I mean, just yesterday, for example, I had 12 games down. Four and eight were the favorites. Six, five, and one was the over in that. Heavy favorites, again, you had the Dodgers, the Padres, the Yankees, and the heavy favorites went one and two. Some of the heavy favorites, and we said this on the show the other day, this is a great sport for dogs. I mean, this, it can play out. Q said it too uh, on Saturday show. Sometimes earlier in the season, the dogs really bark. The dogs have been barking. So, I mean, again, we'll have to see where the trends go here. I mean, just a couple things. I was really shocked. Again, I think the Phillies are going to be pretty good. I was shocked the Braves went in there and lost all three. Hey, no run support. No run support. uh, Baltimore going into Boston. And Boston's not going to be a very good team. But I made fun of Matt Harvey on on Saturday and he pitched extremely well against them. And again, Boston yesterday, we took them and I did, and they got destroyed. It was 10, nothing at one point. So really shocking there. I thought another one cue, the Astros going into Oakland and taking all three from uh, the A's was a little, yeah, I, I thought maybe a, at least a split series there. I don't know. I Keep going and then I'll, I'll chime in. I know. I mean, just, you know, Lost three there. I mean, the Braves three. Boston lost three. So, um, obviously, 
we knew Boston was going to be bad. You know, it's it's a rebuild for them. Uh, but I think what shocks me is just how bad they played. I didn't, you know, they're in my mind, they went from bad to horrid. Um, I saw them being a 500 team. I don't know if they'll touch 70 wins this year. Um, so I didn't see that. The Braves just kind of laid an egg. Um, I know it's on the road. Uh, it was early, but like I said yesterday, all all their games, uh, the highest game was uh, three to two. And usually, I mean, Freeman, Ozzy Albies, um, Tansby Swanson started hitting the ball. Um, Acuna, you know, uh, Ozuna, like they have some power hitters and some really good guys, and you can't get more than two runs. Brutal. And then the Phillies, uh, they actually did surprise me. They won, the, I think, the worst bullpen last year. Um, and they locked it down every game. Bullpen now, pitched really well. Yep. Now, listen, I know, I know it's early. Uh, they could, you know, fade and they could have the worst again. But you know, it's it's a good sign for them. Um, I don't like that because I'm a Nats fan, and uh, I don't like that having a good bullpen in the East. I get the Nats to play a game, dude. So I mean, reports are leaking. Um, they obviously they tested right before they left in Florida. When they got up here is when they got the results. Uh, I think they're like 24 hour tests, and. Uh, they said up to 11 players were in quarantine uh, of the four positives, you know, but they have to put the ones who were in close contact with them um, out of the 11, most of them were starters. So I think that's why they're not playing. Um, I don't know if they're going to play this series. I think they could. It sounds play. like it. Everything I read today, Q, they said that they want to play. They said that the Nats were going to practice today. So they were supposed to practice yesterday and it didn't happen. So tentatively today and then I'll play two. And then today. tomorrow's the first yeah. platform. So uh, yeah, hopefully. I mean, let's get over this. Let's they get were, playing. Yeah. Because I don't it's, know. I mean, again, you're you're already you're four games behind. So there's so today's practice is based off this weekend's test. So they're still waiting for the results. So if if, if there's a positive comes back, the series is done. Uh, so here's the thing. If they can play Tuesday and Wednesday, they have to travel out west. So you have that concern. They're not going to play Thursday because it's heavy rain in this area. I think what they'll do is they'll just turn a three-game series into a four-game series later on in the year, and then that washes a three-game series, right? And no harm, no foul. If you cancel this series, you got to start looking at double headers again. Um, and, and obviously, teams didn't like that during the COVID season. They got frustrated by that, uh, and then they went to those seven-inning games. And I'll tell you what, trying to cap an over/under in a seven-inning game is pretty freaking tough. Um, so we'll see how the NLEs plays out in terms of that. I didn't see, like you said, the A's dropping it. I mean, do they come back? I don't see them going 0-5. Um, Arizona's just as bad as we thought. I think you should hammer teams against Arizona. And then, um, yeah, the Orioles, like, they're not a good team. Uh, like you said, there's just young guys. I mean, they have some veterans. I'm just playing hot. I think they played a bad Boston team. Uh, but the dogs did show up. Um, now, I do think that will fade over time. You know, obviously your favorites always win. Um, I personally thought the Dodgers were going to sweep the Rockies. They had an uncharacteristic loss. Yeah, Julio um, pitched a nice game. Ray yeah. pitched a really nice game yesterday for the it's, Dodgers. Uh, they'll do well. I mean, we'll ride it out. It's early. You know, we're both down units, not much. You're down. Yeah, we had a bad day. I mean, I had a, I had a really bad day. I gave out. I was 0-3 yesterday. I was, I was doing okay. I was hot coming into the weekend. Saturday wasn't. Fantastic. I hit one or two Saturday, and then yesterday was not good. I'm going to play some today. I'm going to give out. So, trend lightly. I mean, let me get warmed back up here on some we'll of my be, bets. Yeah, we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, it's just – it is what it is. Um, yeah. 
you know. Um, but yeah, you know, the Pirates, I'm going to talk about my Pirates here for a second. They won the first game, lost the last two. I mean, not shocking there. Hayes um, got hit in the wrist. That was, that's going to hurt. He didn't seem like he was going to go to the um, injured reserve list, but he did. He's on the 10 day. I guess he worked out. He couldn't squeeze his glove very well. So he's out. Evans came in and played third base yesterday, had three hits, but had a big error in that. The one good thing out of it, Keller, well, I'm going to say not, this is not a good thing. Keller did not pitch well again. It's been a concern. He has not pitched well in the spring. Gave up two early runs, walking a lot of people. Now, the one good thing with the Pirates, the bullpen has pitched fantastic in the first series. So hopefully that continues because they're going to need it if they're going to try to compete and get me that fifth over 59 wins for the season. They go out to Cincinnati today, so we'll see what happens there. All right. Uh, any games you want to talk about today? Yeah, I'm going to give out – I mean, I want to give out some stats. I know we uh, we have some pretty good stats here. Let me just – I'm going to zip up through my phone here. Trackside wrote me early today just with some good info. I'd like to give it out to the people. Uh, Shoemaker today pitching for the Twins. He's 4-1 with a 0.68 ERA and 37 strikeouts in his career against the Tigers. The Twins are 12-5 in their last 17 meetings in Detroit and 39-17 and in their last 56 meetings. So that's a pretty good one. That's, I believe, the 1 o'clock game or the one ten game today is the Twins at Detroit. I didn't... I am going to be rolling. That is one I'm going to play today. I'm going to give that out. I do like the Twins money line today. Let's try to get back on track just with a money line winner today with the Minnesota Twins. All right, I'll piggyback on that game. So uh, Matt Shoemaker, obviously great ERA. Um, and this stat fully backs that up in his last six against Detroit. Uh, now he, he didn't play with them all with the Twins. I believe he did a stint with the Angels um, and the Cardinals. He is five and one to the under. Uh, the under is over under nine. And out of those last six, the over under has either been eight and a half or nine. So that plays perfectly into this number. Like I said, five and one to the under. So I really like that play today. Um, I don't think the Twins bats are really alive as well as um, the Tigers. Um, so I'm going to be playing the under of that. And I'll post all my plays out on Twitter. Uh and then another game I like is the Blue Jays and Rangers over nine and a half. I mean, we saw what the Royals did to the Rangers. I mean, they just abominated them with a run show all weekend. Um, yesterday they, they didn't. I, that was a loser for me yesterday. I had the team. I took the team runs over Kansas City Saturday and they hit, but yesterday they did not. So yesterday they had a total of 10 runs in that game. Uh, the Saturday was 15 and then 24 on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um I like the over-under there. The Blue Jays' bats were a little slow starting against the Yankees. Obviously, the Yankees are uh, tenfold better than the Rangers, um, so it's understandable there. Uh, I just think the Blue Jays kind of get it together. Vlad Guerrero gets some hits. Pichetti's hitting well. Kevin Biggio going to hit well. Uh, they're fine. Over there, I, that's a 4 o'clock game, so get that one in early. Um Give me another game. We'll just kind of alternate. Uh, yeah, well, let's just – I mean, we can bounce through really quick. I agree with you. I kind of like – I like that play. I thought Q said it well there with the info. I'm going to look at team on my one site. I'm going to look at team runs maybe over with Toronto yeah. in that. That's always a good bet. You did really well with that last year uh, because if a team – you know, if an over-under is nine and a team wins seven to one, doesn't cover, well, then you're covered. You know, so – Yeah, I right now what I'm kind of settling in, Q, and I said this the other day, and I was 2-0, and but I think – 
I've lost my last two on this. The run line uh, parlays I like yeah. taking maybe the plus, and you can get a you know like plus one and a half and match two teams up and get some num- like a plus number yep. in that. Yeah. I like the team runs over. I do like those. Yeah. So, and then sometimes I like to do the three team little pizza money, three team money line uh, parlay yeah. on that too. So I haven't been playing it the last couple of days, but I try, try to find my spot. So, all right, we'll just real quick give a yeah, little. Let's just, let's bounce through, man. Let's just bounce right. through the games today. Uh, Royals Indians. I didn't really look that one up. Uh, when I looked at the pitch and matchup, I didn't really like it. I don't, um, I got some good numbers here from trackside. Can I throw these out? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so Duffy is pitching for Kansas City today. Duffy is four and twelve with a five point eleven ERA and eighty strikeouts in his career against the Indians. The over is three zero and one in Indians' last four home games. The Royals are thirteen and thirty in the last forty three meetings in Cleveland. So there was a trend last year, and I'm, I don't have numbers, but you know you could probably back me up here. Is, is pretty confident with it. So anytime the Indians had a run barrage game, yesterday I think they hung nine. Win nine three. It was always followed by a dud, and they had a better lineup last year. Carlos Santana, um, I can't remember who was playing first base, uh, but then you had Lindor, uh, Framiel Reyes. So you had a lot of power, right? And they don't have that this year. So for them to put nine runs up yesterday, I see the same trend happening. Um, so I might be inclined to take the under in that. Um, even though Danny Duffy's that bad, he's not playing the caliber of team that the Indians truly are. Um, so that's kind of all I have on that game. Do you have a lean or anything? I I, I might take Cleveland. Okay. I might look at Cleveland uh, money line, or that might be one of mine that I might do a money line parlay and take Cleveland with somebody else. Okay, uh, Orioles Yankees. I you know so uh, I looked at some prediction stuff on the internet. A lot of people were riding high on the Orioles after what they did. A 3-0 sweep against Boston. Yankees kind of struggled offensively. Uh, obviously, Luke Voigt's still out. Uh, Giancarlo Stan is giving you the uh, prototypical strikeout that he's well accustomed to. Uh, Aaron Judge isn't hitting well. Uh, but I, the Yankees dominate the Orioles, point blank. They have their entire history. Uh, I think they've won the last 10 in a row. Um, they're, they're still at home. If the Orioles were at home, I might consider maybe money on the Orioles, but they're traveling on the road again. Um, I just think the Orioles, you know, the Yankees, it's, it's minus 216 right now. It's heavy favorite. Throw that in a three-team money line parlay, and I think you'd be fine there. I kind of – I might, again, look at the team runs for the Yankees. Yeah, I'm not sure. I would imagine with an over-under nine and a half, it'll be five and a half maybe. Five. Could, could be five something like that. Four and a half, five, something yeah. like that. So you're sitting at that. I kind of like that. I might take that. I just think Yankees will jump on them, and this could be one that if you can get into that bullpen of Baltimore, good things can happen early in that game. I think so. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that. So I'll give that out. But yeah, I would lean Yankees. And I think uh, let me just look, uh, Matt. A couple just weather. We talked about a couple games. I should have sh- threw this out. Maybe a chance of some rain at Detroit today. Same rain might hit Cleveland right around game time, so keep an eye on that. Yeah, Especially if you're playing, like if you're into anything like DraftKings and you want to get some uh, some sticks in your lineup. Yankees game, um, 15 to 20 mile per hour wind out to right, which that is always nice for your hitters. Or especially a short porch, short porch out there. So that's why I maybe lean that over in that game, or one of the team runs over in that game. All right, Pirates Reds, what do you got? I know you're you're a Buccos fan. Um, 
I don't know anything. I mean, maybe it overruns. Yeah, I, I'm I'm just looking some of the boys from Notebook, what they had. Kaminsky, you know, is off to a pretty good start. 12 and 9, he said, first week for him. He said he's going to look a little bit more. So maybe he can give a shout out on Twitter with some of his plays because, again, he's a very good baseball guy, great stack guy. Again, very lucky to have him on with us at Notebook Wagering. He's looking at maybe Milwaukee. I'm just looking at his games, but he does have the Pirate. He said maybe looking at the Pirates Cincinnati over nine at the moment. Yeah, I like that. Um, 640 time on that game. Let's move on. Got JT Rudemaker for the Pirates and uh, De Leon pitching. De Leon. I don't know much about De Leon. I don't know. If that's not Jose De Leon from back in the 80s that pitched, I'm not sure really who that is. Hey, it is showing uh, Jay De Leon. So <laughs> it is. It is Jose De Leon pitching. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Maybe it's his kid. I don't know. Who knows? I'll have to look that up. It says he has um, an 18 ERA. Well, yeah, the Pirates. Again, what's going to hurt the Pirates, they're, you know, Hayes not being in the lineup. That's really going to kill them. Pirates. Hey, maybe that's the team total for the Reds because uh, they're – I mean, they are scoring some runs. Rudemaker's not – yeah, they had a big game yesterday. I think they put 12 up against the Cardinals. I think yeah. they took two out of three from yeah. the Cardinals in that. You know, Brunemaker had some moments last year for the Pirates pitching okay. Again, the bullpen's been good. Short porch there too. I mean, uh, sometimes there's a lot of runs scored there. Pirates, though, sometimes the bats – don't really get going. They didn't Saturday, but that should have been. I really messed up there. They do not hit Arietta at all. They never have. Yeah. And then yesterday again, they got down. They did fight back. They lost, I believe, four three. Moran, I know, had a pretty good game with some hits, but the Pirates, you know, opening day, they won, but they left a lot of guys on base, and that's sometimes what the Pirates do. They just do not get guys in, and they should have scored a lot more on that opening day, but. Uh, I would have to look a little bit more on this. I, I haven't I haven't touched any of the pirate games so far. Maybe it's just because I'm a pirate fan and I don't want to do it, but I, I, I have no play on this right now. All right. Mets Philly, seven oh five, over under seven and a half. I really like the under. Uh it's DeGrom's first start. Now uh, the Phillies, like I said, they uh the total in their last series against the Braves, the highest run total was five. I think you throw in the Grom there, dominant pitcher, you could have another uh, low performance. You know, the Mets haven't been able to swing their bats because their series versus the Nats got canceled or postponed. Uh, so maybe they're a little cold. Uh, Colin, maybe for a little chance of rain in the Philly area. Uh, so be on that. I like the under a lot there. Yeah, it should be. I mean, nice to see the Mets finally get to play. We said earlier the Phillies are playing extremely well right now. Bullpen has pitched very nice. They got a great performance the other day from Wheeler, one of their new um Pitchers pitched extremely well for them. This, yeah, I mean, I would probably lean maybe the under because the Phillies haven't been scoring a ton, and then you get the Grom on the mound, and the Mets haven't played yet, so it's tough to see what you're going to get from the Mets without them playing. I would probably look for maybe an under, at least maybe this might not even be bad. Sometimes when I look at unders, look at that first five under. Yeah, sometimes when you get in it's that bullpen, yeah. bullpens can blow. Uh, some unders many times. So maybe look at the first five in that. I like it. Uh, Raise Red Sox over under nine and a half. Well, you know what else I'd do, uh, Q, not to yeah. cut you off there. I'd probably, this would be, you're, who's pitching for the, Matt Moore? Yeah, Matt Moore. Yeah, Matt Moore is not the greatest. No, he gives up some runs. I I would probably, this would be one right now. This wouldn't be bad. Maybe a Mets, Yankees, and put somebody else in. 
a three team money line parlay could, could be one. I might, I kind of like maybe the Mets, Yanks, Cleveland three team money line parlay. It's like a huge payout. Might play that. Might play that. We'll have to see. Right. Raise Red Sox. I'm inclined just to go to the Rays. I mean, I'm going to, again, uh, we're fading the Red Sox, uh, but I think it could be an underplay too. The Rays hunt 12, 12 yesterday. I mean, Who's I don't. Uh, Nick Pavetta and uh, Michael Waka. Um, could uh, could be some runs. I mean, you, you you would have to hope the Boston can get it going and score some runs. Anybody. Waka's not Waka has not been the Michael Waka that was in the Cardinals and beating the Pirates in the playoffs back a long yeah. time ago. This this could be some runs today. In this could be some runs. Okay, uh, Brewers Cubs. It's a stay away for me. I just didn't really like have any interest in this game. I think it's Trevor Williams pitching against uh, Brett Anderson. Make sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, Trevor Williams in too too bad. Uh, Brett Anderson, what he last year he went four four with a four ERA. Obviously, um, it was a shortened season. I didn't see what kind of uh, spring training he had, but. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what, the Cubs, obviously they're playing the Pirates. 2-1, um, they looked okay. You know, I would say they looked, you know, dumpster fire, which I thought maybe they would have with all their uh, free agent releases. Um, it, it's going to be a stay away for me. I just don't, I don't have enough on it. Yeah, you know, old Pirate had great couple year or two for the Pirates. Didn't pitch very well the last couple for them. Um I know track sides on this. He's looking. He's. I just got his. He just sent me. Thought he had this game, but maybe not. Oh, he has the series. He has the a series bet with the Twins, Rays, and Cubs. He likes, and then he does have the Twins first five, Twins game, Cardinals first five over, and the Indians first five for the Indians in that. So I thought he had the Cubs play. He had the Cubs in the series. I know. This is the game Jason said he kind of likes maybe with the Brewers in this. I don't know. I'd have to look a little bit more. I'd like to see the wind where the wind's blowing in this and maybe look at the over under another team over in this game. But other than that, I'm probably going to stay. Brewers burnt me twice this weekend. So, yeah. You have anything in Astros, Angels? Not from anybody. Not from anybody. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to give out all our people that we get info from. I'm, I have different texts here, text messages, so I'm trying to go through everything there. I know, let's see, Maddie did send, Maddie did like Reds, Dodgers, Padres today. He said yeah. maybe doing that in a money line parlay or just if you want to take them, um, maybe just money line, go do what you want to do. All right, we'll skip the Astros, Angels. I didn't look too much into it. Uh, but yeah, the I mean, the, the hey, listen, uh, that game. I wish I would have watched a little bit more of that last night because what's his name was pitching and hit oh, a big hit home, home run, and then he got clobbered at home. He left the game in a fifth. Oh, did he? Okay, I went to bed. I I didn't yeah. stay up for it or anything like that. But I know Angels took they won two against the White Sox. That's uh, uh three one. Oh, 3-1, Excuse me. Okay, so that four game set they won three. Yeah, a little surprising. I'm not a big Angels guy. Again, it's a shame that Trout. It's early. Yeah, it's early. It's a shame they don't put more around Trout, but we'll have to see. But yeah, the White Sox, you know, a lot of potential there. I know Matt brought up the one. I they did lose somebody with an injury here that was a key player for them. So Astros came out like we said earlier, played extremely well against I think a pretty good Oakland team. So 
again, I, not much. I mean, I'd have to look a little bit more. If I play it, I'll give it out. But right now, probably not. Okay, Dodgers Athletics. Uh, I'm going to ride the Dodgers train. I, I like Dylan May. I thought he pitched really well last year. Um, he took him. He obviously helped in their deep playoff run that's led to a World Series. They're three and one. I think their bats are starting to get going. Um, and I think the A's, while I do think they're not an 0 4 team, I think you're playing the best team at the worst time. Um, so you got Dylan May and Frankie Montas. I don't know why I was thinking Felix. Um, he's not a bad pitcher. Last year, three and five, high ERA, 5.6. Um, you know, he's still young, though. Uh, Dylan May, I like him. He's just a hard-throwing guy. He went 3-1 last year, 2-5 ERA. Um, you know, he can either go 4 or go 7. You just don't know what you're going to expect. But, you know, I got to back to Dodgers. Uh, I just – until I see the A's win, I, I got to take the, you know, defending world champs. I think their bats have been pretty bad to start, uh, and they're still winning. So they're going to get hot. Yeah, I agree. I like May a lot. May was rumored when our reliever for the Pirates – was going to go maybe in a trade out there and his name was mentioned. I wish they would have made that trade because May is a stud and our reliever, our closer now is in jail. So <laughs> I'm not going to yeah, say why, but I mean, everybody probably knows. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it doesn't sound good, but I wish we would have made that trade. I like him. He's on my fantasy team. You said it again, very well. Oakland, you look at that schedule and you go, man, we just played the Astros, which you know, like the Astros or not, because of the cheating scandal, they got a good team. They got some hitters. Yeah, they do. And now you're now you have the Dodgers rolling into town, which Q just said, not a good time for them to roll into town here. This this, I take the Dodgers here. Yeah, I, I might even take Dodgers minus one and a half. I just think with Montas pitching, it could be a bloodbath. Um, all right, Giants Padres. Giants, they crushed me last year. Anytime I went against them, they would win. But I really like the Padres here. I think their bats are on fire right now. And I'm going to fade Desclafini. I think he had a bad year last year. Um, he's coming in for a rebound year now. He had an okay spring. Obviously, he didn't pitch a lot of innings. He only pitched nine innings, and that's typical. Uh, but now, again, a pitcher who had a bad year last year going against a gauntlet of a lineup, it's not looking well for him right now. I'm going Padres in that three-team money line with the Dodgers, and I'll probably throw them in with probably the Yankees. Yeah, I kind of agree with you on this. I think the Padres get this. You know, it was nice to see the other day Musgrove pitched for him and pitched extremely well, so I hope he does well. I liked him when he was on the Pirates. Again, I'm okay with the trade the Pirates did. For him, but I'm, I hope he goes out and pitches well for San Diego. I would take San Diego tonight. This would be one again. I agree with you. I would I would throw this in with like a money line parlay, a two teamer or a three teamer with the Padres. Yeah, uh, so that's all I got. I mean, unless you have anything on the White Sox Mariners, I don't. Um, I just want to see if the White Sox can pick up a second win before I really key in on them. And I don't like Carlos Rodon either. And I don't know anything about Sheffield for the Mariners. Sheffield, I believe, was a Yankee prospect. They got in a deal from the Yankees. Now, I mean, it's not on my radar. I mean, again, it's early. I want to see more what happens here. Yeah, I agree. I really don't have a play. I'd maybe look at team runs again. I mean, sometimes you just look at team runs and see where they look at. Um, Again, if you need great information, uh, our guest, Greg Peterson, has come on a couple times now with the basketball spreadsheet. 
that we've talked about so many times. He does also a baseball spreadsheet, so follow him on Twitter. He does a podcast every day, which I like to listen to, and I love his spreadsheet because that's one thing I really look at. I take down some notes from the guys here on the show, and then I look at Greg's information and try to look at some different sites and match it up there. So, no, we had a good, you know, I gave out a little shout-out Saturday night. Trackside, we gave out a horse race, a couple horse races. Over the weekend, and the one that we said trackside like that was two for two. Uh, was a big winner. It was Rock Your World won the Santa Anita. It was two for two on grass, but it came and I did watch the replay of that fantastic race. Man, did that horse look impressive in that Santa Anita! I know the Wood Memorial out of uh, Aqueducts up in New York. That was a seventy-five to one winner on that so a major upset hey, and i did hey. not check to see who won the blue grass at keeneland i'm gonna have to look that up but like i said that's getting closer and closer and we're gonna try to get maybe trackside on some some horse people maybe on the show to give out some info when we get closer to the derby masters week i'm in the big draft justin thomas was my first pick it's coming down the snake draft coming back down to me so i'll have to see who's there i can't believe i can't remember who matt took with his first pick, but Matt's in that. So uh, hopefully we'll have some little chit chat on that on Wednesday night. We don't want to give it out. We do maybe have a really good guest on Wednesday night. I'm going to, it sounds like it's going to be booked and it's all good, but I, again, things come up and I know he's a very busy man. So I don't want to give that out yet, but we might have a really good guest on Wednesday night. I'm going to try to get in contact with him today and just make sure we're still locked in with him. And then maybe we'll start uh, putting that out on our Twitter, who it is. It's a guy that I have a lot of respect for. I really like his show does a show every day. So great information from him. So hopefully we can get that locked in and we will have him on Wednesday night. That's it, Q. Yeah, that's all I got. I'm over here dying. All right. Well, uh, we'll get the show out, give you some winners, and then uh, we'll be back Wednesday. If Q can make it to Wednesday, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bang your bookies. Enjoy the day. Find those winners. All right. See you.